0: show and podcast of the Society of Graduate Students at Western University. I'm your host, Brittany Melton.
1: And I am your co-host, Ryan Baxter.
0: And today we're here for a very special second episode of The Scoop on Sogs with Hannah Litchfield. Hannah, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here, guys. And as it is The Scoop on Sogs, Hannah, do you want to get us started with what is your role on Sogs?
2: For sure. So on SOGS, my role is the commissioner uh, position. It is the racial equity and inclusivity commissioner position. So we call it the REIC on SOGS. And I'm actually pretty new to this role. So it's been a very exciting sort of first few months taking on these shoes and working with the outgoing uh, commissioner as she moved to the vice president of advocacy role.
0: Right. Okay. Well, that's I mean, and then did you move out of another role within SOGS and into this role? I was actually a member of the commission beforehand. So
2: in the first year of my PhD last year, uh, I saw the advertisement come across my email and I was really interested in applying. So I became a member of the REIC and found myself really loving the work, feeling excited and passionate about the projects we were doing and became a close friend with the vice president of advocacy. And when she announced that she was going to be running for the vice president position, she asked if I would be interested in running for the commissioner position for the next year. And I just went for it. I thought it was a really exciting opportunity to participate on SOGS in a meaningful way. And it's been my first
0: experience having a formal
2: elected role with the council. This
0: is it's all it is always interesting hearing someone talk about their roles on SOGS, especially I mean, we are also a SOGS committee and um, getting involved, especially this is the time of year where people listening are probably thinking of ways to get involved. So Mm -hmm. this is like listening to that first to second year progression, I'm sure is very meaningful to other students, as it is for me too, a student. Um, But yeah, I want to I want to ask about these these paper projects that you've been working on because obviously things are meaningful and you want to continue in this role and you wanted a bigger part in this role mm-hmm. so are there any projects that are currently ongoing within the racial Equity Commission
2: yeah so just a little bit of an introduction to my my role and my position within uh, this Commission is I come from a background of colonial colonial settlers and recognize that I am not a racialized individual here at Western. However, I identify as an ally and really hope that I can lend simply my skills as a project manager. I actually have a PMP from the Project Management Institute. It's my background prior to getting into my graduate studies. And I hope to use that as sort of a foundation to simply make the visions of those on the committee come true. I want to take what individuals find important in the graduate community, particularly those who have experienced some form of racial discrimination or challenge or identify with a community that they feel very passionate about belonging to. I really want to use my skills to be able to uplift those voices and create exciting events so with that being said um i'm really excited about some of the plans that we have coming into the 2023 2024 year for the fall semester we're our first event is in collaboration with the sage commissioner or coordinator on SOGS and that individual is representative of indigenous community members here in the western graduate community and We are partnering for the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation, which by definition takes place on September the 30th. It is a nationally recognized holiday event where we are acknowledging the colonial history and historical injustice and systems of power and oppression that have systematically silenced indigenous folks for generations. And in acknowledgement of that, Uh, So our SOGS commission is going to be working with the SAGE coordinator to create a really fun mini arts festival event.
0: Cute. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: to hopefully allow Indigenous voices to come forward and to share in their experience and connection with the arts uh, as our contribution to the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, So so many great things happening at SOGS, clearly. Are you... How many people work with you in the commission? I assume it's not just you. Yeah,
2: Yeah. so we actually have a really large commission. I believe ours is the largest. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of interest this coming year, actually, and onboarded a number of new incredible members. Uh, Right now, we're sitting at 15 people, which is an incredible group. And my sort of take on that is, to give everybody the opportunity to take on specific roles and responsibilities within the structure of our commission. So members feel a sense of ownership and leadership to something that speaks to them, whether it be related to promotion, social media, or a specific event that they feel really passionate about leading and bringing forward as a project leader. I really want to allow creativity to flow through and for people to participate in a way that uplifts their own strengths,
1: You sound like such a talented project manager. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's so, super important. Like I really hear valuable leadership there, that you're there to help your team members create something, right? Um, really looking forward to some of these events you're planning. It, it's great to have such a large and diverse team that has lots of ideas and then you help to get put these pieces together with other, with other folks at SOGS
0: yeah i actually so i want to ask um because right now i mean maybe it's coming through uh downstairs where below the studio there's so many incoming students mostly undergrads but grad students too and i'm kind of curious if you could speak to the incoming students and what they can be doing to get involved specifically with racial equity and inclusion like your specific commission but also sogs in general like what what should we be doing if we want to get involved That's an excellent question. And I think,
2: I think I encourage everybody to connect with themselves and what speaks to them in terms of how they want to be a participant in the community. There's so many different ways to engage, to share your talents, to participate with individuals with shared world experiences or interests. And I think for me, what attracted me to the Racial Equity and Inclusivity Commission comes from my work, actually, as a master's student when I was in the Global Health Systems program. I found myself really diving headfirst into this world of understanding systems of power and oppression and power and positionality of privilege and actually had the chance to do some meaningful field work in Uganda at the end of my degree. So from that experience, I found myself feeling really motivated and passionate to learn from others who had similar goals and interests and wanted to engage in similar conversations around racial equity and injustice. And for me, I come from a position of allyship. So I wanted to open my heart and my mind to as many people as I could meet, new graduate students, because let's face it, grad school can be pretty lonely. You spend it a lot can. of time on your own. <laughs> and branching out and meeting people that connect to one another in a similar way is, is a really meaningful experience. So for me, it was about friendship and connection with others who had the same care and passion about things in the world as I did. And it was just an honor and privilege to have had the opportunity to be elected into a leadership position in this capacity. And I just hope to keep moving forward and making those connections with people as I as I take on this role for the next few years. And to any grad students that are interested in engaging with SOGS or in the graduate community in general, I just encourage you to Get out there. Take a look at what's coming in your email inbox. You may get a lot of emails, but some have some good stuff. And if you are looking to make those kinds of community connections, take a look at what's coming your way. Take a chance. And like myself, perhaps you join as a member or a volunteer for a specific event and take a chance and see how it feels. And from there, you can see how that builds in terms of your community relationships or even friendships or perhaps it's a leadership role that you take on in the future. But I just encourage you to take a chance and do a little bit of exploring to see what's out there
0: because there's lots. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe not every single grad student is going to be immediately called to your commission, but that there are certainly commissions and other groups out there for everybody.
2: And we work together. So our commission is very intimately connected with the other commissions that work under the same portfolio. Mm -hmm. The vice president of advocacy is sort of our leader within our portfolio. And within that, we connect with the SAGE coordinator, as I shared. There's a sustainability coordinator. There's the gender issues commissioner. There's the pride commissioner. And there is the accessibility commissioner. And so we all partner to try and put forward really meaningful events where often there is a lot of intersectionality between some of the focuses that we have. Um, But at the end of the day, the purpose of a commissioner role is to serve as a bridge for individuals within the graduate community to have a voice that is guaranteed on SOGS to be heard at council to be able to put forward proposals or petitions or notices of interest or whatever it may be it's a it's a channel and a voice where graduate students can be heard and when it comes to advocacy we're we're open doors. We want to make sure that we provide a channel, an opportunity for graduate students to be heard in whatever
0: capacity that may be. That can be a really tough role to be in, too, because I'm assuming that part of your role is going to these meetings, and it, you you said you you know you have these tools and you want to offer them and uh, be an ally, but also you are the the voice of of your commission and so then you I mean obviously you're here today speaking with us but this is a pretty low-key talk and I know (laughs) council meetings are not quite the same Um, so you have to attend these and really be that advocate and I know that that is quite a role to be put in especially just starting your second year of your PhD that's that's a lot of a a lot of pressure but I'm assuming that that comes with kind of the characteristics you already saw in yourself before you even joined this role some some sort of like speaker (laughs) Yeah, I do I feel comfortable I feel comfortable speaking
2: and standing in front of a group and being able to share my perspective. I do provide a bi-monthly bi-monthly I mean every other month a uh, report to the SOG's council on what is going on within our commission and if I do have something to bring forward to the agenda, I can also put that forward as well to be included within the monthly agenda package where I can actually vocalize things. But really what I hope to do is as we have, as we see conversations taking place on SOGS and as there are issues brought up that relate to the concerns of members who identify with my commission or that uh, role, that mission that I've taken on. I want to make sure that I vocalize and say something at SOGS meetings. And so, yeah, I do have to have the confidence to speak up if I feel it is necessary to share a perspective or or insert my voice. And also I make a conscious effort to, as an ally, bring things back to my commission, to ask our members about certain things that are taking place, to ask for their perspective so that I may go back to SOGS council and share what they have shared with me so again just trying to be that really open door open channel kind of an individual as it pertains to my role on SOGS I love that
1: yeah fabulous um do you mind if I ask sort of a zoom out kind of question absolutely Um, yeah let's let's zoom out a bit and I'm wondering from your perspective at, at SOGS and with your commission why is it important that we not only have a commission like yours here at Western, but what's the importance in the graduate community at Western of having a very inclusive and racially diverse student population? Um, and, of course, that isn't just program-specific. Across our Western community, why is the work that you're doing important to um, everyone? Yeah.
2: That's an amazing question, and we could take up the rest of the podcast with my <laughs> thoughts on that. but. You know, I have had the privilege in my life of meeting some really extraordinary individuals in group contexts, in individual contexts, and a lot of these people have changed my life and my perspective on life because they come from a radically different lens than I do. I grew up here in London. I've basically grown up on Western campus, both my parents having gone here, so I I really have this one lens of the world as it pertains to my own lived experience being here as a lifelong Londoner. And to be able to meet people here at Western that come from incredibly different backgrounds, whether that be from an immigration standpoint or a different culture than my own, has a different racial experience or a or experience in their own physical body than I have had in mine. I just want to learn. I I want to be a sponge and I have felt so moved and impacted and found my perspectives radically change over the course of my young adult life because of these connections that I have made. So I think that to be in a position where I can create events that are fun, engaging and bring to life the really incredible cultural celebrations and events of recognition that honor different cultures and different world events, I really hope that I can be bringing to life in a really special way these kinds of um, projects so that graduate students and undergraduate students really just everybody can come together and learn from one another and participate in an event that really centers around having these important conversations and recognition of the incredible diversity in our world so in the long and short of it is i just think that the beauty of a commission like this is putting forward events opportunities for conversation and connection where people from different cultures and experiences can have the safety of asking questions, of being heard, of being acknowledged and sharing in their lived experiences, and hopefully we can all walk away a little better learning from one another.
1: Yeah, yeah thank you for that. Um, I think I'll ask a brief follow-up question, and do, do correct me if, if I've uh, misheard something, but it sounds like for you, um, your, your portfolio is, is racial diversity and in- inclusivity, and for you, it sounds like that inclusivity starts to happen when we focus on the racial diversity first. When you build these events and experiences in a community that really focuses on that racial diversity and those unique perspectives, inclusivity kind of starts to more naturally happen rather than trying to force inclu- inclusivity. Um, uh, do you sort of agree with that?
2: Yeah, I think I think inclusivity can have a really it's it's so interesting to me because we we know the terms equity diversity inclusion but for me the missing piece is always belonging and it's not just about creating token opportunities for individuals to share a diverse perspective for the sake of ensuring that that's been put on a checklist or for the sake of making sure that the voices we want on the table have been said before making a decision so that we've covered our bases. Mm -hmm. No, it's about creating an opportunity for everybody, regardless of where they come from, whatever that intersectional background looks like. They're able to show up as themselves and to participate in the way that they want to wholeheartedly and belong. And find those spaces of connection so yes I agree that we try to design events where there is the opportunity to uplift diverse voices and experiences and with that we try to add to this growing community of belonging where inclusion goes beyond tokenism
0: yeah I mean just like I I'm, I'm like without words, but I think I think that this work is so important. Like the reason that this is so important beyond what you've said too is just that I mean obviously historically the university hasn't been an inclusive place to obviously people of color, people without uh like full abilities in whatever way that is, and also uh like women as well. I mean three oh, of yeah. us in the room probably wouldn't have been here 50 years ago, um, specifically Western too, but um and so how important that is then to bring those voices to the room to the table in in places where um it's easy to assume that the grad student experience is singular and, in, and it obviously is not increasingly is not and obviously these are issues that have been brought to sogs and and been discussed through sogs i, I mean to me it increasingly this last year too right like you've stepped into a large role where last year lots of calls to SOGS were made and, and answered, like, and, and discussed about um, what's going on with, you know, international students and funding and things like this and housing costs and all of these, these really big, big issues that, I mean, very young people are trying to sort through in grad school. So, I mean, like, it's just very uh, interesting to hear you talk about it, too. Well, thank you. I. This is something I feel really passionate about
2: in terms of my life's work and where I feel I can contribute uh, as a graduate student to the greater Western community. And you said it really well, there is no singular graduate student experience. It's so unique. And that's why it's really special and important to be able to hear from individuals who come from really diverse contexts, whether that be a different gendered experience or a different lived experience culturally. I I just think it's really important that we open the door to as many opportunities as possible to hear one another. And I guess that's what all of us commissioners under this VP of advocacy portfolio hope to do, is uplift the voices of these incredible graduate students who may not have otherwise or have systematically not been given the opportunity to speak up and share their perspectives and have those perspectives be heard. And like you said, those perspectives not just be included, Mm. but cherished as these are community members that really belong to Western so I I hope that's kind of answered some of your questions today that you've had of me
0: it's been obviously incredibly illuminating because I mean I've been here for three years and I still find that a lot of the time I don't fully understand the way that SOGs works um, and that hey, I'm still learning yeah and, and that's being Sox. friends with a lot of people within the SOGs, like within the SOGs system that I'm like I don't really understand how this works within even just you saying the commission under the VP, I'm starting to have a better understanding of where your role falls within that kind of, I don't want to call it a hierarchy, but that system of president, vice president's commissions, portfolio, like (laughs) trying to map that out. It's a little filing system that trickles down.
2: And uh, yeah, you're right. I think SOGS is always changing and evolving. And uh, it's just, it's a pleasure to be able to be a part of it and in whatever way it looks like, and for me, I just I'm really enjoying the experience thus far. Yeah, yeah.
1: and I think you've really helped illuminate for us here at, at Gradcast and for our listeners how Sog's is not these nice discrete buckets where you all focus on your own uh, on your own portfolios, but you're all talking to each other. As you said, your yeah. commission does not work in isolation from others that are under the advocacy portfolio or others, because all of these concerns are connected and SOGS is involved in all aspects of graduate community life here at Western, and that's a good thing. Uh, So thank you for pointing out on how some of those pieces work together. Because as Brittany said, I think sometimes for a graduate student coming in, or even those of us who have been here for a few years, we're like, wow, this is a really big complex machine, and I'm not quite sure how it all works. Um, I spend
0: a lot of my time trying to explain this to other students. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, But thank you for telling us a bit about how these pieces do talk to each other, and it's not as um, sort of big and far away as we might think it to be uh, you're you're really involved with what happens in our daily experience here at western not yeah. just the paperwork that occurs over the summer right? well
2: thank you that's uh yeah. that's really meaningful yeah. to hear i appreciate that and yeah i encourage you if you're a graduate student out there or an undergrad student or even a friend or partner or somebody connected to a fellow graduate student at western seek out and look for opportunities to attend these kinds of events and learn about what is exciting or important to other members of the graduate community at Western. Uh, Like I said, we have that really exciting event for the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. That will be happening on September the 22nd, which is a Friday before Mm. the uh, national holiday. We did that intentionally because Western is putting on a number of events throughout that week, and we wanted to make sure that this had its own life and opportunity. So everybody stay tuned to hear more about that. We're going to be posting about it on our social media and putting out some promotions for it very, very shortly. We're really hoping to be able to celebrate some incredible Indigenous artists. There's going to be a film screening of a really cool film called Smoke Signals. There's also going to be some food that was cooked by some incredible Indigenous culinary experts in the community. And yeah, it's going to be a chance for conversation, for questions, for uplifting the cultural arts of different diverse exciting indigenous communities and I'm really excited for it because I think it's a chance to celebrate voices while also acknowledging how these voices have often been systematically oppressed so it's an important day and an important uh,
0: national holiday to really lean into and and participate in yeah absolutely and I think you've done a good job even of of um, because, again, incoming students, there's we have quite a large international student population. And so coming into the Western space and kind of having to uh, like understand and 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 put yourself in the position of really trying to figure out what is Truth and Reconciliation Day as you enter the grad student space as an international mm-hmm. student. Uh, it could be a lot to grapple with, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. what uh, Last year I was talking with first year grad students about uh, land acknowledgements and, mm-hmm. and incoming grad students are really, specifically international students, are very confused. And like, what does this mean, especially if you're brand new to Canada? Um, and so it is. I mean, it's encouraging, like, to attend these events and both learn about why that's so important beyond. Obviously, I'm also uh, like a local Ontario scholar. So, like, I understand why I should be there. I understand what I have to learn and and deal with and unpack, but and and just so many things. But also encouraging to international students to kind of learn the context of the ground that we're on right now, I think, is very important and and very confusing. (laughs) It definitely can be. And I think that's where the
2: opportunity for mutual engagement with these kinds of events is exciting. You know, grad students from international backgrounds, they can have their chance for their voices to be heard through different events and celebrations throughout the year. And this is a chance where we can uplift and celebrate indigenous voices. So there's a space and an opportunity for everyone. And I'm just excited to be in a position to help make
0: these projects happen. I love that. I love you as the bridge. I think that that's a really nice metaphor.
2: I like to say I'm the scaffolding. And I just like to hold everything up and make everything stay moving and going forward. But (laughs) I'm not the origin of the ideas. I
0: just want to make them happen. For sure. And I think that that is a really, uh, it's a good way to put it, a good way to represent your job. Uh, in your title Um, and then because we've been talking about things that you're going to post on Instagram and so I want to make sure that you have a chance to actually share what is the Instagram handle because I want to know about where's the location of the September 22nd event absolutely okay so it's sogs
2: s-o-g-s dot r-e-i-c so sogs dot r-e-i-c and we've only got a few posts out so far since we started the page last year But we really like to post lots of stories about different conversations happening in the world. And hopefully we can continue to grow that page and make it a source of information and sharing for everybody.
0: I love that. Okay, well, I mean, thank you so much. This has been I'm I'm motivated. I both want to go to any events that you post about, follow you on Instagram, (laughs) and also just like spread the word. Spread the word of my new SOGS understanding. but yeah, so then I guess I'll close this out. Uh, this has been GradCast, the official radio show and podcast of the Society of Graduate Students at Western University. I've been your host, Brittany Melton, and my co-host was Ryan Baxter. We've been speaking with uh, Hannah Litchfield, and our episode was produced by Emily Hutchison. If you would like to be involved with the show or get in contact with us, email us at gradcast at SOGS.ca. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at gradcast Radio. To listen to us, we are on Radio Western 94.9 FM. You can also find all of our episodes wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.